0: Alright,
1: welcome back Welcome back This is the Jesus and Jordans Podcast And I am welcoming all my sneakerheads My lovers of Christ and lovers of culture It's so good to be back on the pod This is the Jesus and Jordans Podcast With your boy B-Folks And today I got a special guest Every every guest is pretty special though But before I say who it is I'm I'm just going to say a little bit about what he does Alright, so uh, let me see, let me see. Man Up is a 501c3 mentoring or organization that is dedicated to improving the lives of families and urban communities by encouraging and empowering men to be agents of change and growth in their various communities. With a reach of over 2,000 African-American men, Man Up motivates men and their families to serve as catalysts for positive change in their personal lives and various communities. Here, we have one goal, making men better, making men matter. There we go. And today I have my homeboy, the founder of Man Up. Uh, Mr. Christopher Hill.
0: Yo, yo. So, G. What's up, man? Listen, I'm sitting back like the guest preacher uh, (laughs) listening to the bio. Hands Uh, folded. Yeah, you know, I I drank my water. (laughs) Uh, That was great. Uh, Yeah, man. I might have you record my bio and just send to people. Come on, dog. That'll be good. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Look. Hey. I didn't
1: prepare it, right? I didn't, like, practice it. I'm like, I'm just going to go off the top of the, top of the dome and just see what's up. Man, we have Chris Hill, St. Louis, Missouri, founder of Man Up. How are you, bro?
0: Man, I'm good, bro. It's definitely an honor to be here, bro. I'm so super excited, honestly. Um, man, just to, to be, be like, I feel like we we kind of go back, but we haven't been in the same spaces in a long time. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, like, I don't even know how we met i just remember us just being cool and i'm i'm a real vibe dude and yeah. i'm like man, chris kind of cool bro you know i think i first met you singing somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know but i think this had to be whenever me and mo got together
0: yeah i so, was like back back then i was i was pursuing the worship leader yeah before i became a preacher yeah and a business owner there you go yeah That that sounded about right.
1: And then I remember when I was playing at one church, you came in to do praise and worship. No, you were doing like BGVs, bro. When I played at a Living the Word for a minute, Uh, you came in and did BGVs. With corn? yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to the bro, Corn Robinson. My guy. Um, yeah, bro. I just don't re-
0: remember how it yeah, started. Which I, I actually don't either. But it sounds that sounds about right. Is isn't the it's, ballpark. It's, it's there. somewhere. Yeah. But like
1: we've been rocking for a long time though. It's been a me, minute, man. Me and Mo been together for fourteen years. So yeah, um, we've
0: been rocking for a while. Yeah, and, and I definitely knew y'all before. Yeah, all was married. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so which is crazy. It could be my old church too, bro.
1: I don't want to say their name, but it could be the old church I was at. It might be. Yeah. The one in Florissant. Oh. I think you came by. Yeah. I I do remember that. Yeah. I think you did come by. Yes. Okay, cool.
0: All right. That's probably it. Here we go.
1: All right. Sneakers. I don't say sneakers heads. Sneaker heads, man. Lovers of Christ and lovers of everything, culture. Man, I got my bro, Chris Hill. The Jesus and Jordan's podcast and we are continuing the series on how to monetize me where I bring in other business owners who are in the process of mastering the marketing realm and or, or the ones who just started and I want them to come on on the show and to give the, the game to give jewels and you know, but also their journey because. I'm I'm the kind of person, man, who I believe in like dates and times and when things happen because those things give perspective. So I love hearing about people's journeys. So Chris Hill, man, man up, man up, man. How tell tell the people you know about man up? How did it get started? You are the founder. Yeah. But you also have a team of people, and I want to talk about team building. I want to talk about how how you vetted these people. I want to talk about how you chose the people to rock with you. I want to talk about what this vision came from. Like mm-hmm. we're just gonna dig in, yeah. But let's also, go. I want to hear more about your heart and about your past and why. So, my first question is, what is man up? Is it STL now? Man Up Global. Man Up Global. Man Up Global.
0: What is it? What do you guys do and why? Yeah. So actually, I'm going a, I'm to a give the four answer, but I'm actually. Uh, you'll be the first to hear about our new direction. Come on, man! So I give you brr, that brr, too. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going I'm a drop. I'm a drop some we got keys. Exclusive. Oh uh, yeah, it's gonna Jesus be exclusive. Jordan's man, I feel uh, so. Uh, man. Yeah, I hope my team. Um, God just Depending you're on when this home. air, they'll, they'll be already. Right oh, now. it's gonna be in there.
1: <laughs> oh. um, so now, if I need to kind of hold off, just nah, so you, know. you good, you good,
0: okay, you cool. good. So, um, so originally. Uh, Mana was a mentoring agency, yeah. um, and we focus on mentorship for black uh, boys and black men. So when did this start? What year? Uh, twenty uh unofficially twenty seventeen, okay. officially twenty eighteen. Cool. Um, and uh in twenty seventeen, well unofficially in 2017. So I, I let me go back. Okay. Right? So uh how it even first started yeah. was I had a, a a guy who I connected with one of my um one of my, my first mentee actually. Um and at the time he had asked me to mentor him. Yeah. Now mind you I'm this was like years you ago. Know, this was back in like 2016. I'm like I just turned like 25. Okay not in the space to want to mentor nobody. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm, let me live my life. Right. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, and because I, I think, uh, I had kind of a, uh, Kind of a damn perspective of what a mentor was, you know. Right. I think uh, at that time, we kind of, I, I kind of perceived mentors to be like old wise guys. Gotcha. You know, yeah. sitting on their porch telling mm-hmm. stories, grandpas, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm not that. Okay. You know, and so um, I declined him. I was like, yeah, bro, I don't know who your mentor is, but yeah. it's not me. <laughs> um, Do and, you know why you, though? Like why this person sought you out? So, at that time, I think, uh, because I hadn't had, I didn't even have a business then, uh, I think at that time it was more so, um, like, spirit, spiritually, um, to, like, help connect them spiritually, okay. like a spiritual life as, like, a, a, a spiritual advisor yeah. kind of uh, role. I got you. Uh, but even in that, I was like. Why? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was. I was like, okay, uh, but I declined it anyway because uh, I just I didn't feel ready. Yeah. Um, a year later, he came back around. Uh, we wind up um, crossing paths again, and literally, he had the exact same ask. He was like, Okay, you are my mentor. Like he's telling me, like you're my mentor. Okay, and so like, what
1: were you doing at that moment, though? Like, were you already? I was in school. Like, So it's just you being yourself.
0: Yeah, like. Mm,
1: So really, wasn't you?
0: It was not me. It It was. was It was God. The Lord. Yeah. It It was. was It was the. It was the light. Yeah. It was the the light. light. It was the anointing. Uh, I and I'm a firm believer that um, the that there is an anointing to influence. Facts. Right, um, yes, like everybody does not have that, yeah. and I think that's a grace that that's on people's lives. And, that, and at that time, I didn't necessarily know that yeah. was a part of my grace, you know. Uh, but I think that is definitely when I was introduced yeah. to me being uh, a influencer, gotcha. if you will, right? That's, if that's the term for it. Um, and this
1: is years before that term was right popular. B- before
0: it was popular, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so moving forward. He asked me a second time. And now I'm feeling bad because I'm like, it's been a year later. He didn't yeah. ask me again. I'm like, so honestly, um, you know, I would love to say I did the, the you know, what, the churchy thing and went home and prayed and fast about it and stuff like that. But I did it. I just said yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I said yeah. I was like, hey, this is what I could commit to. Let's meet once a month. For sure. Type of thing. Okay. Right? Um, we start meeting once a month. And, like, somewhere in, like, the second or third month, he was like, hey, uh, today I got my cousin with me. Can he come to our meeting? So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, okay. bring your cousin. Yes,
1: sir. Yeah. So his
0: cousin came. His cousin was like, this was dope. Can I come the next time? Yeah. So I'm like, um, all right, bro. Like, yeah, come on, you know? Yeah. And so he came the next time. His cousin wound up bringing someone else. <laughs> How old were you around this time? I was 26.
1: 26. Cool. Yeah. And at what school was it? Uh, Hairsto. shout out to shout out Heristow. Heristow. Right down to, the street, you know, to yes, the sir. alum. There, there you go.
0: Um, so yeah, and it kind of kept growing. Okay. And that's when I think that's kind of when it sparked in me. Okay. I was like, maybe this is something, right? Maybe this is uh, a needed resource, right? Yeah. But I still was not even thinking in the scale. Of an organization Okay Right I'm thinking A men's group men's A group. small Eight person Alright so To so
1: be honest uh, Were you also thinking about like uh, Were you thinking about it as A fraternity bro
0: no, thank you. I wasn't. Never. No, no, no. You ain't always gotta do fraternity, man. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't fraternity. All right, cool. No, it wasn't. That. No, I it's definitely can put that out Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't like that. But it was. I did. <laughs> it was. It was kind of like. Smalls group, small group. Yeah, Y'all I know they have small group. Yeah, yeah man. and um, that's kind of what I saw for it uh, yeah. originally. And it's just funny, like how you you know the the that saying, like you tell guys your plans and he laughs, kind of thing. Of course, right? Um, yeah. And so, um, initially, we I was like, okay, let's you know get this small group together. We was doing it, um, and I made a post on Facebook. Okay. And uh, I still actually have the post a screenshot of my phone. And the post was just like, Hey, St. Louis, if I got black men together, mm-hmm. right, to um, you know, just encourage each other and uplift each other, blah blah blah, right, like would y'all come? So I got hundreds, bro, that's crazy, hundreds of people, like, yeah, do it, right. So yeah. let me tell you what I did, okay, I went to um. Fedex kinkos. Okay. And I got like I made this document, right? Mm-hmm. I made all of these flyers. <laughs> and I went to Coffee Cartel which is no longer a business. I remember that. <sighs> bro, I love the Coffee Cartel, bro. That was my spot. That was my. I remember that. That was my yeah. study spot. That yeah. was my. For I'm sure. just going somewhere spot. That was my. I just met a girl. We gonna go up there oh, yeah. chill spot. Like um, it was. Did they have live music also there. Some so every once in a or while a they had something. They had like entertainment. Okay. Also. Yeah. 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 But I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So we went. To, I went to Coffee Quartel. I'm telling them because I'm kind of like a regular, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I need to r- like rent out this whole side
1: because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like. I'm gonna bring y'all so much business. You know I'm gassing it up. Like sure. I'm gonna bring so much business here. I need this whole side. I'm gonna have a meeting. Blah blah blah. So they block the room out for me. That's free, love, that, right? That's love. So the day of the meeting came, bro. Mind you, I didn't got all these copies. I didn't blocked off this room. Yeah. Um, six people came. Good lord. To the meeting, including me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay okay yeah so
1: needless to say pause for a second pause for a second pause for a second yeah how did how did you feel though um you're looking at your watch Mm -hmm. it's like all right well i mean uh it was a few hundred who who said what's up you know but ain't nobody showing up yet oh yeah how are you feeling in, in that
0: moment when only five other people showed up. Yeah, so I'm doing all the tactics, right? Okay. So I'm going back on Facebook saying, hey, we hear y'all. So,
1: uh, still have time uh, to, to show up. The, yeah, yeah. You yeah. still got time to get here. Every gear. time I see
0: that post, it's like, oh, and nobody. <laughs> and it's, it's nobody. there. Yeah, that's what that means.
1: <laughs> it's nobody um, there.
0: There's always. What that means? <laughs> you still have time to get here. Yeah, it's still time to come. Oh, man, um, yeah, so that means dog. ain't nobody here yet. Yeah, man. so yeah, I'm I'm pulling out all the things I know to do. Yeah. Uh, and um, honestly, you know, which is a big part of, of my story. Every time I tell it, um, I left that meeting feeling super discouraged. Okay, right? Yeah, um, yeah. because the right here, I the. Um, I'm at this time, I'm part time, I'm a college student. Yep. Um, I, the little money I did have, I done just went and made a hundred copies, yeah. Uh, um, and six people showed up, so now I got all these copies that I'm not going to do anything with, yeah, because it's not going to be relevant for anything else. I didn't put the date, date. and yep. stuff on here, mm-hmm. so I'm like, you know, what am I gonna do with that, right? So, uh, I left there feeling super discouraged one of the people who are was at that first uh interest meeting um is was well, his name is Larry Davis um, who uh, became one of yeah, bro uh, my co-founder yes yeah, sir and uh he Larry had like hit me up on Facebook he's like yeah bro when you gonna do another one of those you know meetings yeah and um I said I'm not I'm not like you was there mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fabulous. I'm yeah. not doing it. So wasting my time, right? Uh, and Larry was actually the person who encouraged me Dope. um to host a second meeting. Okay. Um and specifically uh, he said, "Well, I got the location. We're going to go to uh Cafe Napoli in Clayton." Okay. B. Listen to me. I'm here. I said, "Bro, they ain't come to the Central West End mm-hmm. at the coffee shop. Yeah.
1: They sure not going to
0: Clayton. They ain't coming
1: to Clayton. They ain't, they ain't going to Clayton. Bro, Especially so if it's black men trying to go.
0: So why? Right, they ain't trying
1: to go to Clayton for real, for real.
0: This is what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm telling Larry this, like, yeah. I'm only doing this because you're saying it, but I'm telling you up front. Yeah. So, you won't be disappointed like me. Facts. They ain't coming. Facts. Right? So, I go ahead and what's just funny, like the first time I was like pushing it, pushing it. Hey, y'all, it's the meeting coming up. The meeting finna be here. This time I think I posted it one time. Yeah. <laughs> right? Cause I'm like, I'm over it, honestly. Like, I'm just like, I'm just doing this just to say I did it. Yep. Right? I post a flyer. That day, we had almost 30 people. Good Lord. Right. Actually, your brother was one of them, Josh. Okay. He was one of them. Um, and. What year was it? Is it still t- this, t- like 2017? 2017. This okay. Yeah. 2017. Um, okay. And. Uh, so we hold the second one. So now I'm. I'm a little more ignited again. Okay. Right, I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe yeah right <laughs> maybe um and from there uh we kind of started meeting more regularly yeah um, meeting more frequently um and the, by the end of that year we had kind of established man up stl which yeah. what what it was formerly um and people start catching it they start catching the vision they start mm-hmm seeing it um and we start promoting it more. Uh, and that's when, I'm sorry, let me go back. That second meeting. Okay. Uh there was a guy who had just finished college. Yeah. He had he had just got home and he was looking for black men to connect with. Yes sir. He saw my, the one post that I made, he saw it because somebody shared it with that. Um, so that's also a plug. Share your friend's stuff on yes, social sir. media. Look, man.
1: Social media is free marketing. It's free. Mm-hmm. If you can't make it, please share. That's all. Please like it. Please comment. I mean, oh, and make it and share it, too. Do yeah. that. Even
0: if you can't make it, yeah. still share Let's build up the algorithm yeah. for the homies. Come on now. So, okay. that guy um, is uh, he he came and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I just graduated from school. I just moved back to St. Louis. I love to, like be more involved." Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Okay, you know what you do?" He was telling me like, "He said marketing and stuff like that." Um, and so the third person is actually I, my other co-founder. His name Andre Walker. Gotcha. And um, I know Trey. Yeah, Trey.
1: Sister, parents. Man. I went to. Simo with Amber, man. Oh, bro, I that's my fam. Amber. Shout out to Amber. She's yeah, in New man. Orleans right now. Yep, that's the homie. We go way back. Yeah, man. So I know everybody. I'm kind of. I'm starting to find yeah, out. I know like, so many people.
0: You, you, plugged in, B. Yeah, you know, plugged in, bro. Yeah, you plugged in. It's, it's right. the
1: Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so let me ask you a question though, bro. Because you are a, a man of faith. Mm-hmm. You came out to church. Why not a church? Oh. So many reasons, right? Um, because I know somebody in your camp was yeah. like, "It could have been a service." Yeah, somebody, someone sees the thirty, the thirty plus at the second meeting. Somebody may have prophesied to you, "This is the start of your church." Yeah, you are a pastor. You and not saying that this is not a pastoral position.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it is. Oh, it definitely is. but
1: this is your time. Mm-hmm. It's your season to start a church. Why not a church, bro? I want you to give the people, please, the game, man.
0: Yeah. Um. So two. It's this is two two for answer for me. The first real answer is we have enough churches. Mm. Pause.
1: I, I, I love a moment. I love when,
0: <laughs> I love when moments
1: just breathe, bro. <laughs> we have enough churches.
0: We have.
1: There's a lot in St. Louis. Enough. There's a lot of church. Churches from big to small. Okay,
0: find one, <laughs> cause we have them. Yeah, bro. Um, so that's the first. Not answer. discouraging the one. That yeah, God no. Has called to yeah. pastor. We're saying that,
1: but all, if he didn't, <laughs> and we're all on mission. Yeah, right. So if we're all on mission, let's just do what God has called us to do. Absolutely. Sometimes it's not as blatant as go do this. Yeah, it's a nudge. It's a five people the first time 30 people the second time mm-hmm. maybe i should just keep doing this until i get a word
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that, that that was my second point um god never confirmed for me that this was i was very intentional right um and and i'm very involved in ministry even now as i still run man like i i'm um, I I just became a ordained elder. Like yes, congrats, um, bro. Thank you, man. Um, but so I know that I was very intentional about not calling men up a ministry. Okay. Right? Because people would do that too. Mm. They'd be like, oh, I love your men's ministry. And yes, even though it is, it is a ministry, the title of it is not a men's ministry ministry on, because I never wanted to confine uh, our reach to just a certain demographic of men.
1: I'm trying to use a different example because I have an example in my head, but I don't want this person to be offended when I say it. So let me think about this. Um, that's why we just cannot have Jesus is my Lord and Savior clothing. Or um, I am I am. The true Nazarene a marketing group. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, bro, there are people who are diehard. And I love saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why I said it like that, but people who are a part of the kingdom. They yeah. love Jesus, bro. They say, fill with the Holy Spirit. And they also have something called common sense. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, I know if I name it this, I'm going I'm going to hit a ceiling, bro. Yeah. I'm Th- That's just, just what that it simple. is. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm called to the world, my branding should showcase um yeah. should be put in a in a way where it looks like, oh, yeah, that can be reached to the entire world. Yeah. That's just not for them. Yeah. Because I would love to be a part of it, but they may not even accept me because
0: that was a big part of it though man no like that that was so good that because that was such a big part of why i did not do that um i i i wanted i wanted i had a heart for black men period yeah right not say black men not the black men who identify like i did yeah black men yes sir right and so it was uh, intentional to say, I don't care if you're a Muslim black man. Yes, sir. I don't care if you're an atheist black yeah. man. I want to empower black men. Yes, sir. Um, and so to say that, um, you know, I just, I just didn't want to brand it mm-hmm. as a ministry. That's, that's, it, that's not yeah. what God called me to do. I love it, bro. Um, yeah. And a, this is not a bad session. Yeah, no, no. Who because some people don't know. They don't. And and like what happens is I want to speak to this. Yes sir. Church um sometimes guilt trip us. Man, look. Into uh not knowing how to properly um execute business. Facts. Right. B- yes sir. Ministry Talk about why. and on. marketplace can yeah. intersect, can. but they don't have to be synonymous. Ew. So mm. I don't, I don't have my business conference doesn't have to have praise dancing. It doesn't in have it. to
1: have praise and worship, bro. <laughs> and right? I still love God, bro. And I, and love. it's not even that I love God. Only I had a conversation. Actually, I'm gonna sit on on the Jesus and Jordan's podcast. I had a conversation with my tattoo artist who is also a man of God. Mm -hmm. And I told this dude, he's a unicorn because there's not too many Christians who are artists in in the tattoo field. But we're going to talk about that different day. And I told him, I said, bro, what God approves, he provides.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Every time.
1: What God approves, he provides. But we're so cultured that if it's not done in the confines of the church walls it will not be a success god didn't stamp it mm-hmm. when he has called us to the world and this church may be 40 people now all y'all are still invited absolutely but w- we're going to do it at the cafe in clayton
0: yep right and i'm and and and, and this was my thing right my network was only church. Yeah. Right? I'm a church Woo. kid. So it could have been easy for me to go to any pastor and say, hey, can I use your church for a meeting? Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But I had to think past my comfortability, number one. Yeah. But then also, too, I had to realize if I have this at a church, that's going to automatically stop some people from coming. Now, was this mindset automatic, or did that you was so so not
1: having it in church was automatic? That was automatic for me. What took time then to get to get away from the church culture mindset? Um, I I think experience. Okay. Right. Um, so we're talking about kingdom mindset, which is different.
0: Yes. From, from church, church culture. Mindset. Yeah. Right. Um, I the experience was that um, all of the, uh, and I talked about this, all of the amazing leadership that I knew was church leadership. Gotcha. So even though Man Up was not a ministry, the concept, the structure of how I operated Mm -hmm. was very much uh, structure like a pastor will run a church. There you go. Um, right. But because, so everything you took from church, not yeah.
1: you're using in the world.
0: Absolutely. Which I think that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and I, and I intersected that to say though, there were some things that I also had to correct about that. Okay. Uh, there was yeah. some great stuff that worked. Yeah. Uh, there was some other stuff that did it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just be honest. Um, and with, learning how to bridge that though into sector that i was able to really learn what what was beneficial mm-hmm. and appropriate yeah in business right i didn't always know that uh and i always say i didn't have a blueprint like um nobody really in my family had a non-profit like i have mm-hmm. business owners in my family yeah. but i was the first to s- do it in this way which is really cool about this
1: podcast because a lot of people you are the fourth person now fifth person who has started an entrepreneurship or who has started something Mm -hmm. and they are the first one to do it yeah so as i said on the last episode you are now becoming the blueprint because you're trailblazing Mm -hmm. in the area where no one before you yep. has told you this is what you do, this is what you're not supposed to do, so it can be easier for you. Yes. You're the one who has
0: to make all the mistakes. I wanted to Google how to do this really <laughs> bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was nothing on Google to do. Uh, I couldn't find it, bro. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, scaling it was like that, that was like learning how to do that. And then, scaling it was the next. Monster, because it's like okay, I got a concept, I got an idea, but now how do I actually make it something? Yeah, right. Uh, and that's kind of where the transformation part uh, start happening. That's uh, when we really started kind of getting notoriety. Okay, right. We had to start being consistent, uh, start doing events, and um, which just you know kind of blew blew up a yeah. lot uh, farther than I. I expected it, especially with our first event with with Operation Swire. Yeah. So what was the first
1: big, you know, big is is relative, Mm -hmm. event where you said to yourself, I think we have a thing, guys. Mm -hmm. I think this is something that I am going to really pursue and not step away from. What happened?
0: So the first the first initial things we started doing once a month um uh, and we still do is our staple um it's called man talk yeah. and man talk uh, we started out at uh the ymca and like one of the little community rooms mm-hmm. um and then we outgrew that and we made a relationship uh with this guy uh, his name is Robert Cleveland. Shout out to Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, he was occupying a, a space. He had a coffee shop uh, on page in the 24-1 um, area. And he opened his uh, coffee shop to us. He was like, hey, we closed on Mondays. Um, favorite, and y'all have. Favorite. Bro. Yeah. He was like, y'all have y'all stuff on Mondays. Um, y'all come in. And he was like. Um, you know, like, let's make a partnership because I can still, like, if y'all want refreshments, I can still sell, you know, food and coffee and stuff like That's that. Right. He's like, y'all have a coffee spot, which, you know, like, that was so God um, and I didn't even look at it that way mm-hmm. at the time. But, like, that was really the space where Man Talk was able to grow. Like, we went from putting tables together and, you know, having a room 20 people in a coffee shop to months later, literally months later, people was coming and not having a place to sit. So now
1: these people are not coming, not only coming to enjoy great conversation, to talk, to be poured into, but they're also buying food and drinks. So what's happening is you are helping the economy at the same time yeah. because you're helping another business another open another
0: black-owned business stay open yeah it was I, great for I me i kind
1: of peaked this i went to a conference in 2019 right i went to millions conference mm-hmm. right it was crazy by the way it was it was it was okay. something i never seen before but it was at a hotel mm-hmm. right and and uh, this is in dc mm-hmm. it was about a good 3 4000 people in this one conference. But when we left for lunch, we only had about an hour. So we weren't driving anywhere. Everything had to be in walking distance. Mm-hmm. So we're eating somewhere that's down the street or somewhere in the hotel. And I talk, I told the homie, I said, this one conference is helping the entire economy in this area. Yep, Because we're buying... Hotel rooms that the conference is in.
0: Mm-hmm. It's inside
1: of a hotel, so we're staying in the hotel that is in mm-hmm. first and foremost. So now the hotel's making money. Yep. The restaurant downstairs is making money. The parking lots are making money. The restaurants around the venue are all making money, making money. because of one person's vision. Yep. One person's vision is helping everyone else's. Countless of people. One person's yes, which reminds me of Peter. Yeah. Yeah, when Jesus helped him with the fish. He had too many too much fish in his boat. He had to give fish away to other boats, bro. Mm-hmm. Because of his yes.
0: Yeah. And because of his your obedience. man, come on, bro.
1: Because his obedience, his obedience, his yes to Jesus is impacting the economy. Mm-hmm. That's what this whole thing is about, bro.
0: Yeah. And and I I think that is really the frame of Man up, right because i i tell people all the time even though we're not a ministry um i always tell people that we're still a faith-based org- organization yeah because all of our principles are on scripture mm-hmm. um we pray before every business meeting um which is that culture is different for a lot of people right because um, sometimes we ain't We sitting with big corporate people, but I'm like, all right, we're gonna pray real quick. (laughs) Um, But because that foundation has to be consistent for me, yes sir. Right, because I always tell my team, this is not my organization, right? If I die today, I can't take man up with me. Facts. It's here, right? It's established now. So this is God's organization that He's trusted me in this season to to steward yeah right um and learning uh learning how he wants to navigate that and uh how he where he wants to take it right that has to be him that has to come from him uh and then he trusts me to articulate
1: yeah
0: what he shows me what i hear those kind of things right so right back to the story (laughs) i love it man um So we, so that was the first, Mantos was the first, like, I really don't call them events, honestly. Mm -hmm. But the first, like. Meeting. Yeah. yeah. That we started doing, I was like, oh, okay, this is it. So once we started building those up, we had the very first, we started planning um, Operation Squad. Yeah. And that started in the basement of Dre's parents' house. Um, We were down there randomly thinking of like things that we could do yeah um and at that time it was a lot going on with like um uh, just like police brutality yeah. and um uh, just like all these negative stereotypes like the media in that time was like real heavy every time with like every all time, t- time. Yeah, yeah but like for whatever reason it, it captivated me differently
1: yeah
0: uh and so it was just so much i was like how do we change the perception yes, sir. of black men yeah. right i was like what what we can do with what our resources are mind you cuz we we was new we had no money we had nothing right mm-hmm. um, so i'm like what can we do with what we can do yeah. to to do that and so we came up with this concept um to like have men come in their most um professional attire it was like an against stereotype movement it is. we were challenging yes, sir. like these negative stereotypes that the media and you know like that uh, Uh, Like, the statistics of all these, like, different uh, reports and things that we're saying. Uh, And we, (laughs) I laugh at this, because now that I know what I know, we actually did everything wrong with Mm. the right heart. (laughs) Okay.
1: Uh, Talk about that for a second. Yeah. Because, because, man, that's one thing about us black men. We, gosh darn it, we look good in suits. Absolutely. And we love taking pictures of ourselves. Yeah. So what better thing to do? To come to come together in these beautiful suits that we can put on mm-hmm. and take a picture and network mm-hmm. and impact each other and encourage e- each other and uh talk business and talk ministry and just talk.
0: It the event it was great, bro. Yeah. But we didn't let me talk to what we did wrong. Okay. So <laughs> man. <laughs> So uh and I, we did this a couple times actually but um so we did not necessarily know that we had to have a permit to hold mm-hmm. an event in Keener Plaza. Mm. I said oh, this is a public place. It's We're open. just going to show up. Yeah. Yeah, but things get a little more complicated when it's like media involved Facts. and news and you know all that kind of stuff so yeah. We found out later <laughs> that we weren't supposed mm-hmm. to do that, but we didn't know at the time. So I guess you know I couldn't be held accountable for something I didn't for know. For sure. Oh, but I, I kind of live like that. <laughs> I would rather
1: do it and then been told I shouldn't have done it. Yeah, that's kind of it's me easier
0: anyway. for me that way. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I don't like asking because I, I, I've been a part of a lot of trash trash systems. <laughs> yeah, and it's like well I don't I don't agree with what y'all doing anyway. So I'm just going to kind of do my own thing, and if, if I'm not supposed to do it, all right, just just tell me, and uh I won't. I yeah, may, I may not do it again. I don't know.
0: I always say, <laughs> what 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 we are, bro? We are rebels, but in the best way. Okay. Yeah, right? Man. Like yeah. we are, uh, and I always say, like until I didn't really fully understand. Jesus's ministry until I started man up. Okay, right. Um, Jesus was a culture changer. He was everything. Everything like that, that was his mission. Everything that was a part of his essence. Like that's who he was. He went in and he changed systems, and he and he and he literally uh, f- flipped tables. He did <laughs> right because of um, the the state. And the yeah. condition and the the oppression yes, sir. of those cultures. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what God has called us to do even now. Yeah. right? I just saw Tim Ross say the hardest thing to
1: do is to be a follower of Jesus in mm-hmm. your life. That is the hardest thing to do because it comes against everything that you think you know.
0: Yep. And it, and it really comes against... The gospel comes against everything, bro. Yeah. And it comes against it, almost everything that is easy to do.
1: Facts. It's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Be a follower of Jesus. Yeah.
0: Um, but it's the most fulfilling.
1: It's the most fulfilling, bro. <laughs> I could not... I could not imagine, bro, my life without Jesus. But not, not just that. I couldn't imagine my life without the teaching of yeah everywhere we are we're on mission
0: yeah everything
1: that we do we're on mission literally we're supposed to be on mission yeah Yeah.
0: well yeah yeah fulfilling it fulfilling
1: exactly man like everything we're doing man we're supposed to be fulfilling the ultimate mission of what of what jesus said his followers are supposed to do on earth absolutely
0: yeah And I think What's beautiful about that though He gives everybody A different way to do that Facts Right um, And that's the hardest Another hard thing Because
1: Finding your lane bro mm. Finding your lane Especially Because you said Earlier in the In, in the session You do praise and worship Called to preach um, You've been in ministry So you're good at other things Yeah but finding that one thing or that one thing for this season mm-hmm. or the main thing I keep my mind on, mm-hmm. the main thing I prioritize, it's hard when you're gifted in a lot of areas. Can you kind of speak to that for a minute?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, finding your niche. So I, I I always use this example even with the guys. Um, what would the world look like if bees try to swim or fish try to make honey. Come on, man. Talk about it. Right. Um, that all of us have a, um, very intentional purpose. Yes. And when we look over there and we say, man, but I really like what they doing Mm -hmm. and what they doing looks so much better than what I'm doing, and in essence, is not yeah. right. It's not, um, but we look and we and we say, "Wow, that's that's amazing!" Like let, let me try that, and we get frustrated, right? Because then what we're doing it seems like it, it's happening for them so easily, but it's mm-hmm. it's like dragging for us, yeah, right? Or. Um, you know, or it's like we pour so much energy into a thing and it seems like it's never really picking up, right? And that and not saying that adversities don't happen, right? Adver- yeah. Adversities happen, things happen um to really show that you're serious. Facts. But you there's a difference between um hiccups mm-hmm. and n- not your lane.
1: <laughs> you're simply out of place.
0: Yeah. Like and learning it's not the devil. Y- yeah, coming against you. It's not... <laughs> yeah. You're out of place. You don't have to rebuke it. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't, this to, you don't have to... You don't have to rebuke stop. it. Just stop. Just stop. Pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's something that you're actually supposed to do Facts. that as soon as you do it, it's going to take off. I always tell people, oh, you'll know your purpose because your purpose is the thing you do the best with the least amount of effort. Man, look. Right? Like... It, I didn't have to like, that's and good. we talked about. Uh, ironically, we talked about it, right? I didn't have to prove myself to be a leader. There you go, right? Somebody came to me and was like, "Yeah, that's who you your assignment." In yeah, my life yeah. right I didn't have to prove myself to be trustworthy of gathering people yeah like that's what it was um and I, and I think a lot of people they try to force a purpose that's not theirs Facts. Right. right uh, and I and I even think about like uh how I'm gonna bridge over to the Jesus side of, of the podcast right like we talk, we talk about the body of Christ mm-hmm. uh, and my pastor uses this example all the time like what if your fingers wanted to be your eyes? And your ears wanted to be the mouth. That's it, right? Like every part of your body has a specific function, yeah. but it contributes to the overall body. One body, it's many mem- members. Mem- many members, many members, members one, one body. body, right? And yeah, so we have to like learn that. Like, do you know how much? Thing, things we wouldn't be able to do if we didn't have thumbs. Facts. Thumbs are essential. So uncomfortable bro, without them, <laughs> so, Like, that would like, be terrible, bro. Not such that, an inconvenience. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, I mean, it's so much that we don't even think about, right? Yeah. But to... To a thumb, right, if a thumb had a personality, maybe they do, I don't know. Uh, Cartoons, they have There you go. Uh, But if a thumb had a personality, I imagine that a thumb might look at eyes and be like, look at them. They get to see everything. They get to do everything. Not knowing. Y'all are important, exactly. right? Uh, And I know that's probably like a super crazy no, example. No, bro. But, I
1: love it. <laughs> um, one body, many members. Yeah, Again. and so yeah. like
0: uh, in both spaces, like knowing your role, knowing your purpose, um, knowing your assignment. Yeah. Second part. There you go. Because I had to be okay. I used to struggle with this because I have friends who are of other ethnicities. Yeah. And they asked me, how come... We can't come to the man up events. Like, why, yeah. why didn't you make it for everybody? Like, we, you know, we got some European people and Mexican people and yeah. these kind of people, they need inspiration and encouragement too. And, and all that is great. I know my assignment. Because
1: if you don't know your assignment, the prophetic words of people are going to guide your whole life. yep unfortunately because you don't talk to the Lord
0: mm-hmm. so
1: whenever altar call happens you can't wait yep and you go down to the altar or you go to a, uh, a service where the prophet of the nations is going to be at and whatever they say constructs yep yeah I think that's a pretty good word um does, it, it designs your whole life. And that's a very, very dangerous place to be because you haven't spoken to the Father for yourself,
0: man. Yeah. Mm. You will make other people's criticism Mm. God's word, Mm. right? Um, And can I be real, B? Bro, let's talk. I've done that. Come on, man. Hey, we here. I've done that, bro. Yeah. Like, I've heard things... Um good things. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, right? Good things about what man up could do.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you know, if you I, the Lord showed me if y'all start doing this. Yeah. And knowing that's not really what he told me, but it yeah. it sounds like God maybe could. Yeah. Share that with you. Maybe that's, you know, maybe Maybe that's a good direction for us to do, Yeah, you know, and then implementing that. And then we trying to do what God told me and what God told you because yeah. that sounded good. Then somebody else say, well, that's good, but you know what else you could be doing? You also could be doing this and this money for this yeah, if you do that. So now we're trying to do this over here and then what you just told me. And now I'm trying to add in what they just said. And eventually... What happens is, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Yeah. Right? Um, and that was a real place for me. Like, very early on, too. Yeah, man. Very early on, um, I I did not have the confidence at the time to just tell people, no, I know what God called this to be. Yeah. I appreciate your suggestions, but I already know what. The Lord has called this to be And shout out
1: to the community of people around you Who can also affirm What God is telling you That's why I I think I've said In every podcast now Every session Community matters bro Community matters The people you place Which is going to be a nice little segue Um, The people that you place around you Matters man In the grand scheme of what the mission is supposed to be, you, because you can't do it by yourself. So, Operation Suave mm-hmm. was was what year?
0: We started in in twenty seventeen. The first one.
1: Man, a lot a lot is going
0: on in seventeen, bro. It was a lot happening.
1: How many people showed up for the first one?
0: The very first one we had over three hundred men.
1: Gosh, darn it. Yeah. So what?
0: Or do they do there? It's just so now um we have changed it into a symposium. Okay, yeah. Um and where well we also started outside, so it's inside now. That's dope. Um it's less hot, yeah. Definitely for Cause, sure. Because it's 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 normally in the summertime. <laughs> it's normally in Is the it summertime. June? Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. it's t- it's typically either um like late May okay. or early June. Yeah. Um, But so now is a symposium, so um, we still keep the the uh, against stereotype the imagery portion. That's why we still do the dress up. But um, now what uh, my team had kind of come to the conclusion is like, okay, great. Like they're coming here, they're putting on clothes, they're feeling good, but essentially they're still leaving the same.
1: Okay. Right.
0: Um, And we love it. We wanted to be a resource for men to become better. Um, And so we turned it into a symposium last year. Um, And so not only do we have empowerment speakers, Mm -hmm. um, we do breakout sessions um, for the men, for women um, and this year for uh, for children. Um, And we also host a community fair right afterwards um, so that people can actually leave with tangible resources in their hand. It's such a vibe, too. Yeah.
1: It's such a vibe.
0: It's it's, yeah, it's so dope, and yeah, dope. That's now it's like grown. So like we're uh, WashU is one of our sponsors, yes sir. Um, and so we have been held on their campus for the past two years. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely it, it's growing every year. It's growing, so I'm definitely excited about that. So we talked about
1: community, right? Mm-hmm. How did you build the the team? How did you vet the people? Because 300 people showed up to this now
0: mm-hmm.
1: Now I need more people to walk alongside with. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you do that as the, the visionary of men Up global? How do you vet people and decide and discern decide and discern yeah, who to bring on the team?
0: Yeah, so is it
1: based is it just simply based off of need? Or like what's up? Just kind of talk about that.
0: When we first started, it was based off a of need. Okay. Right? Um, and, and it had to be that way. Um, just because nobody knew us. Yeah. You know? Um, so we literally had to take, we knew what we needed, but we also knew that like if you got a, uh <laughs> I'm I'm making a joke, but like the willing workers, yeah, right? If you got a heart yeah. to come and serve, we can use you. There you go. Right? Um, and essentially. Uh that's how we we started. And most people have to start that way. You know, um because it's not you don't really have a name. You have to take people who are passionate about your mission um and and figure out how you can use their strengths in certain areas. Yes. Um but as you progress, what you'll learn is then you have to start making shifts. Yeah. And um very very um very early, uh, really like year two, we we started making adjustments very e- uh, easily, honestly, but very quickly to say like, okay, we realize this is what you're good at. Do that. Because what you was doing over here wasn't good, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, but then we also were able now, we have a name for ourselves. We have a, uh, 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 a brand. Yeah. Uh, we have a character yeah. to the organization people yeah. know that we walk in integrity yes, um that you know we're not doing any shady business yeah. so now we can vet really yeah. vet people right and we can say wow well, yeah like thanks we don't really think you're a great fit yeah. for this but we'll still love you know mm-hmm. you to stay connected with us, right um and through that process that was very interesting for me because um again all of that was new for me i i I never really had to decline people. Yeah, that's a lesson in itself, like learning how to decline people, but in grace. Yeah, um, and now like I'm, I have an anointing for it now. Like I, I can fire you, and you won't even know until you almost home in right. your car that you got fired. And like, you got all the
1: homies on the team, <laughs> my brother on the team. Hello yeah. to Roy. Yeah, Church. Roy, you know, you got. Uh Nikki, who's my actual tailor. Really? Yes. Wow. Nikki's my tailor. Now Austin. Right? Because <laughs> she just got married. Nicole, Nikki, Austin. She's my tailor. Uh, all the homies, bro. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I love how there's women who's on the team. Mm-hmm. Depica, her, her husband. husband. Yeah.
0: All the homies, bro. Like I, I love love that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, bro. And I honestly like that's what kind of that that helped though, right? Because not only do we have people on the team, we have reputable people, people of good character. So people are like that kind of helps vet in itself, right? Like when people see your team and they see the kind of people that's on there, they know at the minimum, I have to at least reach this kind of standard Facts. right this is the quality of people I love it. that they are looking for so a lot of times and i tell people with business who have businesses or organizations like your culture sets your standard mm-hmm. like you have to build a great work environment work culture like your your conduct of how you allow people to to present themselves represents you yeah and I tell them that – I tell my team that even from social media, like, you you can't say you're a part of this man of team and then post trash on your social Come media. On, because I can't – I cannot say I will need you to promote us doing well-being for men yeah. and your post is the complete contradiction of that.
1: Because that's really your advertisement. Yeah. I mean, bro, I put a story up last night. You never know who's watching. You bro, you legit don't know who's watching your stories, who's watching what you post, mm-hmm. and who's rooting for who's rooting for you mm-hmm. from afar. Mm-hmm. Point one. Point two, you don't know who's watching you and who may want who you may want to collaborate with Absolutely. in the future. And they may just look on their post like, nah, because what you do does not align with the vision. That guy gave me and yeah. maybe you actually could yeah but what you post it won't even get past this conversation
0: mm-hmm. sorry bro sorry sis you can't have it i want to jump ahead and tell you the new the new the new stuff i ain't gonna wait because i feel like we got it's some in between stuff before i get there but right on. we're we're like so in line yes sir about about that That's so crazy yeah
1: yeah man so um, we building the team and we're moving forward, right? What exactly are you moving forward to? Like, what's the next thing after the swab? Is it only the monthly meetings? Um, is it like, okay, we got a team? I, I'm kind of sensing a pivot. Mm-hmm. Like, talk, talk about that for me. Yeah.
0: So, like, after the the that moment, um, it was really establishing what we were doing yeah right like we knew we knew what we was doing but we didn't know what yeah we was doing okay. and i the inf, i hope the the change in in my voice help you understand I you. what i was saying I like because we knew overall we want to help black men right yeah. we want to we want to encourage them want to uplift them we want to we want to do all this stuff but we necessarily didn't know the mm-hmm. the the vehicle to doing that yeah like how are we gonna do that, bro? Uh, and so, like that, it was figuring out. Okay, mentor. That's how we do it. We going. We're going to pour into people. We're going to. We're going to help uh, grow them. Show them what we did didn't have or did have, um, and be able to pour to them in a way that is going to. Uh, help them navigate life and have somebody to walk alongside with you. So uh, even from that, we wind up uh, starting our uh, mentoring cohorts. Yes, sir. Um, for our youth, and so we did that. And I think our very first school was uh, our very first school was uh, Hazelwood. Central Middle School.
1: I thought you were gonna say Hazelwood East. Nah, it was, I came from East Man. Shout out to the Spartans. Just a little, yeah, you know, it
0: was out. it was Hazelwood Central Middle. Okay, and um that was it was challenging for us. I, I'm not. I'm, That's a
1: real age to impact. Um, I am one of the youth leaders at my church. And the bulk of the kids who come through are between ages of fourteen and thirteen and sixteen. Are like the biggest bulk,
0: mm-hmm.
1: bro. The stuff that they are going through,
0: absolutely.
1: Our and we are in, in Bell Fountain, so mm-hmm. we're right in between Hayeswood East and Riverview, right? So, what my eyes have have been enlightened to. Is that a lot of these kids don't even have parents anymore? Like you know, when we were coming up, it was more the single mo- mother household. Yeah, right? a lot of, of the fathers weren't around. Now they don't have mothers or fathers. Yeah, that they are living with grandparents, grandparents, cousins, older siblings. Like they have no real guidance. Yeah. So now we coming in as a stranger. Trying to I- impact and bring forth change, and these these kids are just like, nah, 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 nah. But one thing I have recognized is, when it's genuine, when it's genuine, they feel their love. Yeah. And not only do they feel it, they are, and they won't say it initially, but they are still yearning for it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially from black men, from men in, yeah. in general.
0: Almost, especially men though.
1: Especially men. Yeah. Especially men.
0: Because it's such a, um, unfortunately, it's such a, a taboo experience for them. Mm. You know, uh, that a lot of times I've had, we had a guy in one in one of our cohorts who he didn't have any male influence in his direct lineage yeah wow like his his father wasn't pre- present the one uncle uh, his, his mom's brother that he had was incarcerated like he had no direct male positive influence um and what was crazy was um we partnered him with a mentor um our guy jay okay um and and Jay is just he's a he's just a dope person yeah. but like he really embodied being a mentor for this kid right yeah. uh and he had like a basketball game um now Jay and this is why I tell people all the time like you just have to figure out how to make it work so Jay has four kids of his own okay right yeah. uh yeah. but like just the him knowing the value of him in another kid's life so he showed up to this kid's basketball game right um literally after the game the boy is like crying like weeping yeah because he had never had a male come to support him yeah man in anything so like um that like those moments are like priceless to me. Yeah. Bro, like just to see like that one moment change that boy's life.
1: Yeah. Literally, you know. It's the most it's one of the most gratifying things. You are the person, bro, really who can help this help this kid navigate through life and also you're changing the trajectory of their life. Yeah. By being consistent and showing up, Mm -hmm. we have our sessions every Wednesday. And because we just kept having it, they know okay, I can depend on something. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna eat. We're gonna play some games. We're gonna hear the word of God. Mr. Brandon's gonna talk to me about something. We're gonna. And eventually, bro, that heart just opens up, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's just like they're just. There's still a people, man. Yeah, this young man is is yearning for your attention, and he he won't even say how much he appreciates it. But bro, him coming straight to you, coming straight coming straight to you. Yeah, open arms. What's up, man? Mm-hmm. When at first he was all stone cold. Like, What's mm-hmm. up? What up, cuz? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and just seeing that that transformation over time, over time, because of your consistency. Man, I love it, bro. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it, bro. It's it's amazing, man. Honestly. Like, I do it all the time, but it's still... I'm sometimes still lost for words.
1: Yeah. Here's what I want to see, bro. Because you've been talking about taking what you learned in the church and what God has told you to do. Taking those experiences... Because church is an experience. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Big, big fat.
1: Taking those experiences and, you know, taking some away, some things that don't uh, make sense or that don't Mm -hmm. uh, align with the vision God gave you, right? But including some things, right, from church. Mm -hmm. And you're forming this organization. Here's what I want to see, bro. I want to see more pastors become confident in -hmm. their Mm poor. I want them to be more confident in what they're pouring out to the people. And that what the things that they say, especially when it's from the Lord, the things that you say, the way how you treat people, you are really impacting people.
0: Yeah.
1: And just because you may not have the biggest audience, you feel like your reach is not as wide. But um, there's a kid named Chris who's sitting in your, in your audience, mm-hmm. who's taking what you say, who's been a sponge, who's now changing the world.
0: Yeah.
1: Because of a pour from someone else. And a lot of pastors are not confident in their poor, so they manipulate the process to keep people close to them because they don't trust that if I teach them to leave and to be a world changer, that it's going to come back to bless my ministry. Yeah. Still sounds kind of selfish, but that really is supposed to be like one of the yeah a revolving doors. Like I tell people where I got the knowledge from and they're going to come back to you.
0: Yeah. And, like, bro, so let, let, what's crazy, bro? And I, I have to shout uh, shout my pastor out, right? You got to, bro. Uh, I had to shout my pastor out. So my pastor, um, she she is uh, a world defier. <laughs> yes. Like. Um, so shout out to are. my pastor. Maya White. Maya White, man. Uh, so, like... My, my one of the things that my pastor says she may all have the to time, come on the podcast oh man that' would be dope right that'd be kind of crazy uh, though <laughs> that would
1: put um, pastor
0: so one of the things that my pastor says all the time is that um the church raised us but the world is our platform there you go and um we are very kingdom-minded in the fact that she preaches to us and says I understand if your purpose May allow you to miss church some Sundays. Yes, sir. Pause. <laughs> like.
1: That's it. Like. It's so empowering, bro. Yeah. I was taught. If you miss. You're missing God, bro. <laughs> No, I'm being for real. No, for real. We, I think we kind of all were, were raised like that. You're not connected. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because you missed. Yeah. So you always have to be here to get what guy wants you to get. You always have to be here in these four walls.
0: Yeah. These gnats. And what's crazy is I think I, I just, missed I out. I just disagree, bro. I missed out on some amazing opportunities and moments. Yeah, man because I had to go to church. Dang, right? Like
1: everyone who's going who's going to be listening to the podcast. These are these are two black men who love Jesus. I have to stress that enough. <laughs> Please do. We're in church. You know what I'm saying? I'm a
0: licensed minister also. Yeah. And rarely do I miss it now, but <laughs> hey, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm always at this. I'm going to be at church. But bro, it's just it's the um what's the way the crippling mindset that man, like my, my wings are only as wide as the four walls. Absolutely not. And God has called me to do something in the world. Yeah. And I may not, I'm going to be accountable. Hey pastor, if it's a small enough church where I can touch the pastor, Hey, I won't be there. Yep. And if I'm a leader in church, Hey, I'm gonna have someone else do this because true leadership is this ship don't sink when I'm not here.
0: Exactly.
1: That's true leadership. That's
0: true I'm raising leadership.
1: someone else behind me because I know I'm on mission. Mhm. So I, I am being um uh, proactive yeah. in my leadership role with building up another person.
0: Absolutely. And it it comes with actually understanding uh, that your assignment is bigger than you actually perceive. Facts. Right? That we know that uh outside of um outside of the, the confined and, and here here's the problem B I, I know what it is, right? Is that uh a lot of a lot of teachings uh that especially like I, I grew up I'm fourth generation Kojig, right?
1: Okay, Uh,
0: yeah. And uh, the way I grew up, I understood from the perspective of those who were teaching it because they had limited access and resources.
1: Ooh.
0: Mm. Talk about it, bro. Yeah. Like, they had limited access and resources. Um, we had, uh, we, we, we grew up in a, a church society where uh, a lot of people were just working class people, right? Um, where church was the indicator for leadership, right? It was the only place that I could be a leader. The stage was the pinnacle of my ministry. Yeah, Right. That was the experience mm. for ministry. Everybody was aiming the stage. Yeah. And it didn't we didn't step into the awareness until later, right? Education is great, right? That yeah. we we can get educated to know that we need prophets in the church and we also need prophets in the board meetings.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Right, one hundred percent, bro. Like, okay, we—I'm getting excited. No, but we—we we have to. Like, your your same the same prophetic gift that you have that can um, that can help navigate a person's life. It's the same prophetic sense that can move a, a business trajectory. Yeah, that can have foresight on investments. Yeah, or to know bad business deals. It's the same gift. It does not. It doesn't. It doesn't like God doesn't say I'm. I only. I'm only gonna let this gift operate because you in church, but not because you at work. Like oh. it's the same gift. Oh, this is
1: this is about to be like a three hour podcast, bro. <laughs> Chris, chill, bro.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I'm fall <laughs> back. We fall back. Oh no.
1: <laughs> Something definitely being sarcastic, bro. But it starts with Pastor Maya. Yeah. You. Are on mission. You may have to lose. May have to not be in church. Here's what me and Mo just talked about. We just talked about this because of church culture. I am. Um, I'm starting to understand. I have an apostolic call in my life. Mm. I hate trash systems, mm-hmm. and I come against them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't operate at all in a trash system. I can't. Yeah, I'm a rebel. Yeah, I'm going to speak up when I feel, especially if you're going to put Jesus' name on it, mm-hmm. if it doesn't align with scripture, I'm going to say something. Yeah. That's just me, dog. Right? From um, being in different ministries, being a music director, playing. If, if the system ain't right, yep. I'm going to try my best to change it. Mm-hmm. Right? According to what scripture says it should look like. So, that's that that's the apostolic gifts call and some other stuff is with that. We are in church. We use all these gifts. And because of church culture, it's what we do, but it's not who we are. Mm-hmm. For example, I can lay my hands on somebody and they get delivered and set free at set free at the, at the altar. But if my wife, who's a hairstylist, she's touching people all day.
0: Mm-hmm. All day. hmm
1: Right? And if she did not know who she was, she would not understand. She would not understand the apologies. As in the laying delaying on, delaying on hands, the transferring of spirits through, through the land of hands. Mm-hmm. That's biblical, bro. Yeah. But I'm in the marketplace. I'm touching your head all day, and I'm interceding for you. I, I may, I, she may be with this person four or five hours. I got four or five hours of prayer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. because I'm on mission, I'm on mission. And I understand that this is not what I do. This is who I am. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm called to prophesy, you don't think God wants you to prophesy your business? Yeah. Not just declare it in church, but no, be the prophet in your business, being able to um know what's coming. Know how to vet people. Excellent. Prophet. Man. Knowing what to say. Being led by the Holy Spirit who testifies of what Jesus is already saying. You don't think Jesus is saying something that's positive for your business?
0: The one who gave you the business. The one who gave it to you. That part. Right? And I think it... um I think it dishonors God.
1: Come on, Chris, man. Yes.
0: we um don't fully acknowledge um who he's called us to be in every aspect 100%. Right? Um God is too big to only use a fraction of us. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um that he 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 did not just anoint the Sunday you. He anointed the Monday through Saturday you. Talk, bro. And so to limit <sighs> God's anointing to an experience or a day,
1: yeah, man. I think is
0: dishonorable.
1: 100%.
0: Like the same God who mm. allows me um, to minister on a Sunday allows me to put a spreadsheet on Monday. Come on, bro. Yep. And I have to acknowledge that grace mm-hmm. um, that He's given to me and to know that they're both fully god and they're both fully me Mm -hmm. right they're both god's anointing but it's also i'm also the tool that he's using in both spaces yeah and be okay to know to know that and this is i'm just also putting this plug out here um this is amazing we don't have to uh you don't have to... And actually, people have been helping us with this. So, I had an uncle. Uh, he passed. But he was a great business person, but he was also in ministry. And the church in that era made him feel like, you got to choose. Yeah. You don't have to choose. Not at all. Like, you can be good and do well at both. Facts. Right? And I love, I love people like Bishop Jakes, yeah. right? Um, who has mastered... Absolutely mastered ministry and marketplace. Yes, sir. Like he has done movies, he's wrote books, production, he's done master classes, like right, and still find times to to hear from the Lord, yeah, to study and be present in ministry on Sunday. Yes, sir. How is the grace of God? Right like people like how do you do it The grace of God right he'll Navigate and show you and give You clarity and direction and The the uh, Blueprint on how it should be done If as long as you acknowledge That God can use you in that space
1: dude. my pastor Pastor Darnell West shout out to him Shout out Influence Pastor Church. West he, he, he said a lot of Times this is not the only thing This is not the only thing I do people It changes Narratives And it breaks down legal Illegalistic walls bro It breaks them down It breaks down traditionalism Because This is supposed to be all you doing Every single day Mm -hmm. All day And he says a lot Look man if I was in it for the money um, Guys I wouldn't be a pastor Cause y'all don't even Give enough for me <laughs> to have
0: a living. No, for real.
1: Like no, for real. If if you guys think I'm just here to take your money, y'all don't give me enough. So, this is not all that I do. Yeah. I have businesses. You. I, I mean, am a father and a husband before all of this stuff. Anyway. Hello. So. Yeah. If they sick, I'm not showing up. I'm sorry. So you know. But this is not all I do. As in me. I'm also a businessman Mm -hmm. and I love that narrative because it's not what it was when we were coming up Mm -hmm. and maybe it could have been what it was, but they didn't talk about it, you know? Cause like it really could have been, yeah, they, they do have a business Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: we think of, we see the, um, the smaller churches, Mm -hmm. those pastors, they still are working nine to fives. I mean, actually, the majority of pastors in in the U.S. have nine to fives, bro. Yeah. Have to.
0: though. They have to, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's already saying, hey, there's more than me than just pastoring.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On Sunday and Wednesday, whatever, I actually do have to have a job. Guess what? I may be pastoring that job, too. I'm just going to put that out there. Go ahead
0: because <laughs> the gift don't turn off bro it don't it no. not
1: the so, call doesn't
0: turn off go ahead i did want to uh, because i already I, I, I made a promise i wanted to get a promise i wanted to drive where we were going yes cool?
1: because um this is how to monetize me right mm-hmm. and but you're not for profit mm-hmm.
0: so but you got to make money to survive absolutely how do you do that? Yeah, so we do that a couple of different ways, right? Um, so uh, in the world of nonprofit space, especially if you're registered as a 501c3, um, you are able to apply for grants. Yes. Um, and funding is so important in the nonprofit world. Yes, sir. Um, it is essentially how you are able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so through that, um, and I've learned a lot, grant writing, things like that, uh, valuable skills, right, um, on how to acquire that. But knowing the fund, uh, the funders, um, the correct funding to go after the correct grants, um, what those grants require. Um, be, and, and people have to be careful of that because there are some grants that even though they're a lot of money, they're not worth even going to get yeah. when you really read all that they require from you as a grantee. So
1: reading the entire grant is, is fundamental. You have to read
0: it because yeah. you'll wind up being in a situation where it's not even what you want to do. Gotcha. And okay. just cause you to give you some money mm-hmm. and they say, but well, we only going to give you this money, but you can only house um, middle age Asian women yeah, like you know, like you got now you got money and now it has nothing to do with what you really are passionate so about. Can you tell us about one of the, the
1: times where you you couldn't take this uh, grant because um,
0: of the qualifications? Yeah. So well, I won't name I not name the grant, but oh, sure, there sure. there is a there was a grant um, and it was like it was like a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and. The specific grant was about uh, helping minorities uh, enter into tech. Okay. Now, 000, that's a hundred thousand dollars—that's a—that's a nice amount of change. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. Uh, and so my one of my team members brought it to me was like hey i think we could kind of make this work and so i was like let's see it and so some of the stuff kind of worked because we were we we did use like some different technology platforms and things like that Mm -hmm. i was like well maybe you know this opportunity and when i started reading the grant uh it was so much that was required like uh every every uh person that we service had to go through like a tech course that was like 10 weeks yeah. and then from there you had to report every week on um like on uh, like do case management on uh their progress doing the tech course and mm-hmm. blah 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 which essentially would have changed our entire structure mm-hmm. just to receive this one grant gotcha and makes sense f- yeah for yep. for me makes sense. um not not that for someone who is more uh in the the tech space and that's their mission yeah perfect opportunity for them yeah man Not the greatest opportunity for us. Gotcha. Um, And just having to know, like, man, we'd love to do this, but unfortunately we're going to decline because it doesn't make sense for us. You know, um, and just knowing, like, uh, knowing that space. uh, Yeah, knowing that space. Uh, The uh, the other way that we contribute to the finances of the organization is we have patrons. Gotcha. Um, And so $10 a month. I tell people like there's no lie so I'm a Starbucks person yeah and I'm also like uh I I want I don't like I'm a fast drinker yeah. so I can't do the small cuz I'm going to drink that by the time I walk from the Starbucks door to my car Thanks. so I have to do the venti bro yeah a venti frappé is about 9 dollars and some Good change Lord. bro
1: Inflation ain't no punk, it's, bro. Listen, <laughs> tear me up, bro.
0: But the point is, yeah. one of my Starbucks drinks is what it costs to um, help support a agency that's helping black boys and black men. Yes, sir. Right? And I tell people all the time, it's, it's one McDonald's meal. It is. L- literally, get a number one and tell them a large, that's $10. There you go. It's 10 bucks,
1: bro. A month? Um, yeah. So wow, it's $10
0: bro. a month, bro. And I didn't know that. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And um, and so we we have people who just believe in our mission, believe in what we do. Um, they support us and they are patrons in that. And so those are the, the two avenues that we really support what we do um, and kind of help sustain the organization.
1: So I'm ready. Yeah. So, so what's next? Okay. Bam, 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 bam. Exclusive. Stand so, up global.
0: That's good. That's good. You gotta record that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it's recorded. <laughs> um so next year, um, we are changing our direction. Okay. Um, and so we are we are moving away from just being a mentoring organization to a leadership development um organization.
1: So is it did Jesus and Jordan podcast the first men- a media outlet to hear about this absolutely bro come on man come on i wish i had some (laughs) some some fireworks some some claps going on in the background man bro jesus and jordan's podcast is the first a media podcast outlet to hear about the new direction
0: it's it's gonna be big bro and for us uh, we're actually piloting uh three programs this fall, okay, um, that are going to be our ongoing program. So uh, we will be piloting and then launching in '24 um, our Leadership Academy, which um, is going to be a, a a amazing experience. We're like building it currently, um, but it's going to be an eight week experience. Yeah, um, it's going to be a cohort of only twelve men. So you have to apply. Mm-hmm. Um, and believe it or not, we're already getting applications. So Dope. it's crazy, right? Um, but it's on. We're going to um pick twelve men. It's going to be two cohorts a year mm-hmm. um and in that um they'll go through an eight-week module of leadership training yes, um, within that they'll get a free headshot um like a linkedin workshop people are not hip don't hip to linkedin i am but linkedin is the goat it's the plug listen if you're not on linkedin it's the lick bro get on linkedin Bro. Bro, listen. So what we'll be doing. Yes, uh, we'll be doing um, that. Also, the best part about the cohort is though, because we are it's a leadership development program. Um, through that eight weeks, uh, the twelve guys will be working on a community change proposal. Legit. Um, doing that time on, uh, for their graduation yeah. they'll, they will make their proposals to our board yeah, man. Um, and we will select one proposal out of each cohort mm-hmm. to directly pour resources and funds into so that not only are they leaving with the plan but they're also leaving resources to help that plan uh flourish.
1: so when is this supposed to start i know you said 2024 yeah so spring, we're doing summer. a
0: one-day pilot uh, in october we don't have the date yet of uh, this year yes cool um a one day probably just so people can kind of understand what it is and then we'll be launching it um the full cohort in february of next year
1: my man where can people find you at bro
0: so they can go put yourself to, on um www.manupglobal.org that's our website everything that we do we typically upload and then ig is just our wave. That's our way. That's what works for us. Yep. You know, different yep. stuff works for different people. I tried to do the TikTok thing, but it was it was harder yeah, for me. I get you. Yeah.
1: So what's the handle on, on uh,
0: IG? It's just at man of global. Yep. At man of global. Yep. Facebook also. Man of global. Gotcha. Man of global. All on all social medias. We uh, primarily are just Facebook, and Instagram. Um, so those are the two main media platforms that we use.
1: Bro, I feel like this is a good landing spot, man. I just want to say the vibe was there, bro, today. Bro, this the, was amazing. The flow was crazy. I appreciate you, bro. Um, I speak only blessings for Man Up Global and that um it continues to prosper. The y'all continue to stay in the will of God. Yeah. And whatever pivots he throws your way, you trust him, you trust the process. Um I speak to the people who are around you. If they haven't fully caught on to the vision, catch on or get out the way.
0: Yeah,
1: catch on or go or going on or <laughs> <laughs> <A> get gone. <laughs> and that the people are challenging you, yeah. pushing you, and your executive leadership to be the best people that God that God has called you to be, bro. So, um, yeah, man, blessings and peace, bro. Appreciate it. Man. Any last
0: words, man? Um. Do what you called to do. Facts. That's what I got.
1: No, no apprehension, no fear, man. No doubt. Just do it. Yeah. This is the Jesus and Jordan's podcast with your host, B. Folks. I'm gone.